I thought for sure we were winning 33. Actually, even when I saw that they had 19, I was like, 19 in the third quarter, it's pretty good. The most I've cared about football all season. Except for, actually, when Lamar threw his fourth pick. I was like, this is making me like way more angry than I would be happy if the Ravens won, so I'm going to play FIFA instead. That's yeah. my that's my issue with football. I get madder about it than I get joy. Like, I'm madder right now than I was happy when the Ravens last won a Super Bowl, so it's time to turn the TV off. <laughs> Howdy, it's Wednesday, December 1st, 2021, and this is episode 162 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? I think we have lots of good to talk about, but I don't want to spoil it. Oh, that's true. Marketing department, as always, tells us to save it for after the ad break. We've got to do the ad break with all the typical podcast sponsors, which I think yeah. right now are uh, MeUndies, uh, some boner pill company... Oh, the big one that is now on every podcast uh, used to be Audible. Now it's the Manscaper, the groomer. <laughs> yes. Indeed. Every podcast has to read out that ad, and I feel so bad for them. <laughs> but not that bad because they get to roll in their manscaping money. That's true. I don't know if I don't know how much money they get. It seems like they all get free manscapers. What if it's called like the lawnmower? That's actually what it's called. And now we're actually just reading an ad for Manscaped, <laughs> and they don't even sponsor us. We did not even get any free manscapers. This is just like our chickies and pizza ads. <laughs> chickies and sweets. Our idea trademarked. <laughs> so, in 1862, you have pointed out an old kind of 2016, I think, auction for a Atlantic City fractional note. I guess that was something just to have something. Good job, Greg. This is the kind of deep dive you have to do to get stuff in the in the 1860s which is right after atlantic city being chartered and just these few years there's not much sort of notable is that it's signed by robert b Leeds. i mean as it would be because he was the treasurer at the time but he was atlantic city's first postmaster and treasurer and the currency.ha.com website that lists this auction information says heritage auctions oh yes heritage auctions thank you he was later the hotel keeper of the Alhambra, which was one of the leading summer boarding houses of the city. I didn't bother to look up and see if that's actually true, like if it really was one of the leading boarding houses and according to whom, but we're, we're going to go with it. Yeah, uh, just, just to give a little bit of uh, color, I guess. Back in the Civil War, I think everyone was hoarding all of the coins because of their sweet, sweet, precious metals. So I think a lot of places had to go to giving out like this kind of fractional currency or whatever. Because else you'd have to barter or give candies or something for change, which people didn't like that much. So there was no change to be had. Even worse than during COVID. Yes, no change to be had. This is like the original uh, ticket in, ticket out. Now it's tied totally to Atlantic City. What a perfect connection. <laughs> there you go. So what happened in 1962? A major winter storm hit Atlantic City March 6th to 7th. And I don't usually like to do, oh, you know, there was a hurricane, there was a winter storm, because there's just so many of them that you could go almost any year with that. But it was a big deal. It caused $10 million in damage in 1962 dollars. If it caused $10 million in damage now, it would be like, you know, knocking over the parking garage at the at the old Atlantic Club. 
There were 50 mile per hour winds, nine foot tides, three Atlantic City residents died, 85 homes were destroyed, and 2,075 sustained damage. There was $2 million of damage done to the steel pier, our beloved steel pier, when a drifting barge crashed into it, which sounds bad, but even worse, according to AtlanticCityExperience.org, our number one favorite website, it was cut in half as a 150-foot center section washed away just out into sea. That's horrible. Indeed. The poor steel pier. Where are the horses supposed to die from? Yeah, that's true. They just right into the ocean, I guess. <laughs> into the freezing, freezing March 1962 Atlantic City Ocean. So, also from the Atlantic City Experience, always resilient. Atlantic City was open for business two days after the storm passed, welcoming tourists and conventions that weekend, which is kind of insane to think about. But uh, there's also a video on YouTube. I, I watched part of this. It was perhaps the most boring thing I've ever seen in my life. I, I said in the notes, it's riveting. Yeah. I guess I'll link to it. Atlantic City does look pretty messed up from this storm. So There's a lot of boards and stuff everywhere from the boardwalk and probably this the smashed up steel pier. There's snow, lots of snow. But I, I would say I was going to say it's worth watching, but I don't know if it is worth watching. <laughs> it's only two and a half minutes long, so I'll give it credit for that. So time for our manscaping sponsored trip section of our podcast. So are, are we going to Atlantic City? What What's the status last time? Because for a while... I had Borgata booked the weekend of the 17th through the 19th. Did we talk about that last podcast at all? I believe we did. What updates have happened between then and now, Craig? <laughs> well, if we didn't talk about it, you just did. We had Borgata yes. booked the 17th and 19th. We were talking about me staying in your comped Borgata room while you stayed whoa, in Harris. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not allowed. Oh, sorry. You're right. No, sorry, yes. sorry, sorry. We would never do that. No, no, we would never. Sorry. Yeah. We were talking about me staying in my comped Borgata room. Indeed. <laughs> Well, you stayed at Harris. Um, <laughs> since I can get Borgata comps and, and you, you can only get Harris and actually couldn't even get Harris that weekend. Yeah, I couldn't get Kyle. Harris that weekend. I know. <laughs> Do you even gamble, bro? I was really optimistic about it. And then a whole family who we were going to meet up for some Hanukkah stuff caught COVID and postponed the Hanukkah get together for the 18th. And I was given some, without words, some pretty clear indications that that would be a bad thing to miss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. But still, I was for I was pushing ahead, and I was like, "Well, you know, what if they cancel it again? What is the likelihood of that? Or is everybody actually going to be there? Am I really going to be missed?" And so I was still kind of like pushing ahead for the seventeenth, eighteenth, and then it turned out that my wife has holiday parties on the seventeenth, and so we'd need to get babysitting on the seventeenth, and then another Hanukkah thing f with my wife's family got scheduled for the nineteenth in the middle Which of the day. I should point out is. Many weeks after Hanukkah ends, because it's Hanukkah right now. Yeah, Hanukkah ends this Sunday, so this is all two weeks after Hanukkah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think everybody's just like, ah, Hanukkah's usually in the middle of December. It's fine. We'll just we'll just stick with that. So that's so that's what happened. And basically, it was like this is no longer worth attempting to do. I think it came down to like if the 18th thing fell through, I could maybe go from like noon on the 18th to like 9 a.m. on the 19th, and that just seemed like a lot of things that needed to go right for a less than 24-hour trip. This is way more information than anyone needs, which should really just be the theme of this podcast. <laughs> the title of the podcast. But, but since I had already gotten approval to go to Atlantic City in the first place, it's like, well, I, we can't let this go to waste and not go until February or something, right? So I checked and there were pretty cheap rooms the 10th, the weekend of the 10th. And so you quickly jumped on a Harris room that I believe we'll be sharing 
as is the current the current plan for just one night right friday the 10th to saturday the 11th. friday friday the 10th for the first time ever there is no sort of fraud happening with the rooms that we're staying in it's just legitimately one room that <laughs> to be clear i just misspoke we would never ever ever do this <laughs> So we're going to go to Harris on the 10th. I think the last time we stepped foot in Harris is your your famous Pai Gao story. It's been a long time. It seems impossible that I haven't even stepped foot in there in that many years since like 2018 or something. But I think that's right. We've talked forever about doing a marina trip. Yeah. And we keep saying next trip, we're going to do a marina trip. And we just keep, you know, going back to the same well of hard rock resorts, Tropicana stuff. And so now we're actually doing it, a marina trip. So is this definitely happening December 10th, the 11th? Yeah, I'm I'm good on my side. Me too. Done. Good. What's your timeline? When will you get there on Friday? When will you need to leave on Saturday? I would hope that I could stay reasonably later than usual on Saturday, given it's just a one-night trip. So maybe like sometime in the afternoon, uh, not my usual like 9 a.m. leaving time. <laughs> and I, I don't know when I'll get there. It depends on if I do a little bit of work Friday or not, but uh, I'm not sure, basically. what's What's your plan? So my plan is to just drop off the kids and go as soon as possible. Which could either be a 10.30 bus, could be a 9.46 train to Philadelphia, which is the one I took last time. Uh-huh. Or I could rent a car. And it's only $80 to rent a car for the weekend. Hmm? Which is very cheap, but really limits my boozing I can do on Saturday. <laughs> which you are also driving home on Saturday evening. Yes. So we'd be in the same situation. Indeed. Just take the, the whatever, our bus. Yeah, the our bus does not go from Newark on fridays only on saturdays can you take it from new york on friday and back to newark on saturday yeah but then i'm getting back to newark at like 10 p.m and being outside the train station in newark which is not what i want to do (laughs) 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 yeah i don't know i'll figure all that out yeah you don't want to drive me to philadelphia uh i probably can (laughs) there are lots of trains there's a lot of traffic yeah philadelphia but I mean, there are a lot. Of, it seems like I have a lot of options. So Yeah, we'll figure it out. I could pick you up from Philly if necessary. The renting a car seems like a no-brainer just for freedom of, of leaving and the fact that it makes it two and a half hours door-to-door instead of like three and a half or four hours door-to-door. Uh-huh. But how much value am I losing by not being able to drink on a Saturday afternoon? I don't know. You have to tell me. I mean, that sounds like a question only you can answer. Right. How much stress does it add knowing that I have to drive and come back and park in Hoboken? Because <laughs> I won't be able to return the car on Saturday night. I expect I'll leave later than you on Saturday, as I usually probably. do. I'll probably eat dinner. You, you, you almost always do. Yeah, I'll probably eat dinner in, in Atlantic City and then and then drive home. The, the annoying thing is I used to take, on Saturdays, I used to take like an 11 p.m. bus and get back at 1 and then get home at 2, uh, like after Zorkfest, which I keep thinking was like last winter, but it was like three winters ago. Uh-huh. Uh, I took a really late bus. Yeah, that I was a long time ago because I could only do a day trip because I had like a brand new newborn you didn't even have your second kid yet i don't think yeah exactly and he's now pushing four years old so it was a long time ago that bus doesn't exist anymore the latest bus out of atlantic city is 7 40 p.m and that sucks we've let the olds win craig this is their doing so that's actually one big whatever in favor of renting a car the freedom of just like leaving whenever especially like you know who knows maybe i won't be feeling good that day maybe the gambling will be going bad Maybe I'll be going to look for a restaurant for dinner and just nothing will have space open, which happened to me once last time when I was leaving later than you. I was looking around for lunch on a Sunday and then I just couldn't find anything. Like all those things, like I'll just hop in the car and drive home. But if you're waiting for a bus at a set time, you can't just do that. Sounds like you're going to rent a car. (laughs) 
Yeah. I mean, it was like 79 bucks. It's really cheap. It's cheaper than the train. It's only like 10 bucks more than the bus. So I don't know. Yeah. You probably, sounds like you should. Does sound like I should. Parking is free. So logistics no downside. are what everyone cares about. So yes, this is exactly what our people want. Also. I'll go hit up the auto slash just live during the podcast. Also another podcast sponsor that, that is on a lot of podcasts, travel podcasts. So uh, what are we going to do in Atlantic City? I was looking at the Harris to figure out what I want to do. The lobby bar looks very cool, I would say. They have two video poker bars, and I've never played at either of them. X-Bar, which is sort of their version of Borgata's B-Bar. And yes. the, the Eden Lounge, which as far as I can tell is where people older than I am go to dance to music that's older than I am. So it's like the Boogie Nights equivalent is what you're telling me. Well, it's not a club, really. Although there was probably more dancing there than when I was at Boogie Nights the last time I was at Harris. Yeah, I want to play some bar top video poker. Other than that, I don't have anything that I have on my must-do list. I mean, obviously, I want to spend time at Borgata since we're going to be over there. I got a $25 fine dining credit at Borg through my Vegas yesterday, so I'm, I'll go get my $25. It, I like how it says, like, the, use it at our fine dining restaurants, but then in the little print, it's just express comps. Like, they just give it to you in comps. So I'll take $25 yeah. comp dollars for $20,000 my, my Vegas LP, leaving me only with $893,000 my Vegas LP. I could take you to Amphora. Yeah. I don't I'm not really interested in going to Borg, but uh yeah, I'll go to Amphora with you. I just won't use my card. Oh, because you went to Borg last trip. Yeah. So my thing about Amphora and all the lounges really, and I know that so many of our listeners are huge lounge fans, is that even though the food at Amphora is good and the drinks are a step above what you can get on the casino, mm -hmm. when I only have limited meals in Atlantic City. That's not really how I want to use one of them. And when I only have limited capacity to drink so much in Atlantic City before I get sick and spend the rest of the trip on the bathroom, I don't really want to use all that many of them at the lounge either. So I always like the idea of the lounge, but then when it actually comes down to going to the lounge, I don't end up doing it. Especially, like, it would be one thing when you could just back in the day go in, play some centipede or whatever at the Bally's Lounge. Oh, the Bally's Lounge is, is really the lounge that's the exception to all of this, I think, because it's so good. Get a beer, eat some chicken fingers from the buffet, and then get out of there. But now you got to pay your, like, twelve fifty or whatever in comp dollars, so. I wish I was playing Galaga right now. That's true. I do wish I was playing Galaga right now. That's always true. We could go to the Lucky Snake and play a bunch of 80s arcade games. No, that's not the same. <laughs> what about you? What are you looking – what made you want to go to Harris? It's just been so long since I've been, and, like, I think more than any other casino, maybe not than, like, Bally's, but when we first started going, we went to Harris all the time. We did. It's, it's been a long time, and I don't have the negative connotations with Harris that you have, because I did not get my $25 stolen by them. Yeah, I mean, that's sort of long gone for me, just like my $25 are long gone. I remember when I when we were going to Harris a decent amount, feeling like Harris was actually more of the resort experience than certainly either of the other yeah. Caesar's AC properties. You know, it has the little waterfront shops. It has the big indoor pool. I kind of like the casino floor on parts and really don't like it on other parts, which is strange. Like, there's something about the casino that has a weird feel to me. It's a weird layout. But I guess you could say the same thing. Caesar's... Like, there's that sort of dead part of the casino that just sucks to go play slots in, but I like most of the yes. casino floor at Caesars. Near uh, Roots Chris, or uh, Morton's? Yeah, Morton's. Roots Chris is out by the outlets. Is in the outlets, yeah. So, yeah, I'm interested to see that. I was looking at all the restaurants, because presumably we're going to eat at Harris, although I guess we don't are, have to. Are you going to buy me dinner with your celebration dinner, Craig? Unclear. You also have a celebration dinner, right? Yeah, but I'm actually going to use mine. I think I'm going to use mine, too. Maybe. Oh! But we can Whoa. talk about that more later. 
Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'll figure that out before we go. And if we do, the problem is none of the stuff at Harris looks like that amazing of a use of the celebration dinner. Uh, Gordon Ramsay steak would be pretty cool. <laughs> That's where I'm going to go, but in Baltimore. Yeah, so there, because Baltimore. like Coastal Craft does not get very good reviews. I think that's down by the pool. That's not where I thought it was, but yeah, I think it's down across from the pool. There's the new Rum Point Crab House that looks okay, I guess. Or you can use it at AC Burger Company. So I don't even know what, what restaurants they really have anymore. Yeah, a lot of the stuff that I was interested in before is has been taken away and genericized, which we talked about for a few episodes in a row, like probably four or five years ago. <laughs> so it looks like they have Matarano's Italian Restaurant, Sushi right, which... and Saki at Oshi. Which I'm and assuming you don't Gordon's want to go Ramsey to the uh, to the Martiranos. That's eh, not your thing. Probably not really. Yeah. I mean, I I would. Yeah. Whatever this Oshi is, sounds up my alley. I can look at some more reviews. But yeah. the other option, you know, it's just a few minutes away, is actually Back Bay. Yeah. So we could pop over there. Did you go to Back Bay with us? Yes. That yes. was when I was very drunk and we were taking the Uber that seemed like it was going to fall apart <laughs> at any minute. Indeed. Me, that was me, you, and Paul, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. But it would be neat. I mean, even if we don't go eat at Back Bay, it would be cool to pop over and grab a drink at Back Bay at some point. I do like Gardner's Basin, so we can definitely do that. One thing I really liked about the last trip was how much non-casino stuff we did, but we walked to most of it because we were on the boardwalk. But the yeah, Gardner's Basin stuff makes a pretty easy trip, either driving mm-hmm. or taking a Uber or Lyft, which goes nicely into how much are we going to stick to the marina. I would expect that I I would be interested in spending the vast majority of our trip at the marina and not doing any gambling on the boardwalk. Yeah, I don't expect to do any gambling on the boardwalk. I would say that at the very least. I don't know about doing anything else in the boardwalk area. I guess it depends if I'm taking the bus, because if I take the bus, I have to either, I have to start and end at the boardwalk. So like one thing, if I do take the bus is like start at boardwalk side, do some stuff we want to do on that side, and then drive over and check in to beautiful harris resort which room did you book at harris we didn't say bayview right is that what we did the one that got renovated when they opened their new convention center bayview in the same tower as waterfront but uh actually nice rooms you didn't go for the newest renovated rooms laguna no 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 and coastal i've i don't think i've ever stayed in these you know i've stayed in both of the laguna and coastal when they had other names or whatever before they were renovated yeah i don't think Harbor i've ever stayed in the bayview room yeah and something marina maybe or something yeah, yeah so yeah something i think like it's harbor and marina and if you go to the site or if you google it it will take you to a page that still talks about the harbor tower on the harris site and i was like i don't think uh-huh. it's called that anymore but i'm disappointed i couldn't get an atrium suite if they're even still open but you got to keep checking you know the room the rates change although i don't think yeah. the rates change as much after el dorado took over it was it's not like yeah like every 10 minutes like it was before it used to have to check like three or four times a day and that's just not the case anymore. I mean, my rates for that weekend have been the same for two weeks. So, mm-hmm. And the the best thing, it used to be you got to like Monday or Tuesday of that week. And if it wasn't really full, prices just go way down. And I don't think that's really true either anymore. Damn you, El Dorado. Indeed. I don't know. Is there anything else you want to talk about on our trip? Uh, I mean, The Seed has been posting stuff on their Instagram that makes me want to go there again. But I, I don't know if that's really like the afternoon that we need to have. <laughs> Like, it does seem like they're having more sort of fall, winter stuff that wasn't there when we went last time. And we haven't sat and actually had a drink at Little Little Water in a very long time. I don't think I've ever said Little Water without flubbing it on this show in the entire time we've been doing it. But those things seem much much more up my alley than up your alley. Well, we'll figure it out. Is there any food you have to do? Are we going to Gilchrist at Gardner's Basin? We could. We could do that Saturday morning. 
or I don't I don't even know. It's what not the same in the winter. I'll, yeah, it's I'll really say, not. But yeah, we'll see. The biggest news about the trip is that Justin W is going to be staying at Harris the same night. That's pretty great. Have I ever met Justin? No, I don't think so. I know we met his wife. Yes, we've never overlapped with uh, him. Not Justin himself. Congratulations, by the way, Justin. I saw he is expecting another child. So yeah, got to get in those casino trips now. Although we yes, s- yes, still go. Yes. I don't know how long was our like hiatus after having a second. I I mean I met you like one month later for a day trip, but and then COVID happened and that ruined all of it. We had a much longer hiatus because of COVID than because of kids. Yes, priorities. I don't think I had a I don't think I had that long of a hiatus because of children. So yeah, I don't think we did. I know you would not come to Atlantic City with me when Holden was eight days old. So I was very disappointed. <laughs> yes, you met me in Hoboken and then went down to Atlantic City. Couldn't go. I don't know what obligations I had to eight-day-old Holden, but I'm going to hold that over him yeah. until he's old and gray. I guess until I'm old and gray. I also have another Atlantic City trip planned. Since the last episode, I booked a room at Hard Rock for my anniversary in January. The most I've ever spent on a room in Atlantic City. Two nights, $455 total after taxes Ooh. and fees. It seems like so much. It was like 159 for one night and, and 199 for the other night. Mm-hmm. But for any other hotel in any other city, that would be a totally reasonable rate. Yeah. Although I hate when people make that justification about things in Vegas, like paid parking and stuff. It's like, well, in any other city, you'd pay this much for parking. It's like, yeah, well, in any other city, I'm not going and blowing however much money on gambling. But here I am using that justification. But I could have gotten a cheaper room at Tropicana, and I asked my wife – do you want the cheaper room in Tropicana or do you want to stay at Hard Rock? And she said, Hard Rock. Because she knows what's good. Hard Rock, the best casino in Atlantic Hard Rock City. Is good. I don't know what her answer would be if it was comped, right? Like comped versus $400. Like that's a huge, huge difference. I'm assuming she'd go comped. But I don't know like what the difference would be where she would have to pick the cheaper room versus the one that she likes more. But I, I'm, I'm guessing she's not as enamored with little comp on the calendar as you and I are. <laughs> Indeed. Whereas, like, you know, if it was comped at Caesars or something and 150 bucks at Hard Rock, she'd probably just say, let's pay for Hard Rock. Foolish. Also, Hard Rock sucks, so there's that. But... Uh, I'm going to just sit up, play at the center bar, play yeah. Pai Gao poker at, uh, in the Asian room. It's going to be great. Ignore my wife on our anniversary. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be good. I still haven't actually found out that my in-laws can actually take the kids. So I don't know that that trip's happening. But it's booked. Mm. And we don't have another episode before our trip. No, we don't. We don't. This is it. So the next trip will be a trip recap. The next episode. In two weeks. The next trip will be an episode recap. Yep. I don't know if you can actually use your celebration dinner when you're in AC. Oh, in January? January I thought it it was January 31st. Uh, I think it's annual these days i don't think it's it's january to january anymore i think it's or or i think it's like actual years we have a bunch of listeners who follow this stuff very intently yes one of them will tell us for sure let us know in the comments on the twitter in the facebook we have october data we do the november day i mean sorry the december data will clearly be much better because we're going indeed and we (laughs) like to lose money there so We've not had a winning Atlantic City trip, it feels like, in quite a while. I will say October was a five-weekend month, should be pointed out. But uh, the numbers were really good. Because the usual, the end of, like, kind of the shoulder months for upseason are September. But in October, it was only down less than 5%, so month over month. And a couple casinos, including Borgata and the Nugget and Ocean, were actually up month over month. So, I don't know, what are your big picture takeaways from this data? 
Yeah, I mean, it's up 27.6% year over year, which is good, yeah. but you have to take that with a little grain of salt. Obviously, I think people are traveling. It's one, a five-weekend month, and two, COVID was a much bigger thing in October of 20, I think, than October of 21. So, Yeah, I mean, I, I laughed because Borgata made $61.7 million when last month we were gushing over them making $60 million <laughs> in an off-peak month. I mean, obviously, this is a five-weekend month, but... Still, we hadn't seen a $60 million off-peak month, I think, in the entire time that we had been pulling this data, and now they've done it twice in a row. Uh, they were up 50% from October 2020. Uh, Hard Rock still in second, but very distant at 37.4. Ocean 30.1, that seems really good for them to me. It yeah. beat their September number by a million dollars, so seems reasonable. And then Golden Nugget had $14.3 million, which to me seemed shockingly high. Yeah, for the Nugget. I mean, they've been last place basically every month, right? And they managed to beat Bally's, only, just Bally's. only only Bally's, not not resorts, but very close to beating resorts. Yeah, I did notice that their win percentage on slots ticked over 10%, which is very high. Most of the casinos are right around 9%. You see them kind of get up to 9.8 or 9.9 sometimes. Like this month, mm. resorts and ocean were in the high nines. Harris was actually in the low eights, so there's a reason to go to Harris. The loosest slots in Atlantic City, specifically in October of 2021. <laughs> yeah, I mean, over 10% is kind of surprising. And they're actually usually on the higher side, I think, just from my quick looking back for the, the, the win percentage. So maybe that's how they're doing it. They're tightening the screws on those slot machines and making sure that they're getting more money. Or it's just, you know, an extra lucky month. It's one or the other. You sound like every other person I read on Facebook complaining about. Casino X's slots are way too tight. They're way too greedy. It's not like it used to be. No, it's not like it used to be. Specifically, I couldn't win between 2 and 3 p.m. on Saturday. So I don't know why this casino is totally going downhill and made the slots so tight. We get a lot of, or we see a lot of, I hear the casino makes the slots tighter in the evenings on weekends and stuff like that. Could be true. Yeah. Any other thoughts on the October data? No, it was good. These things have longer time periods or whatever, and and everything seems to indicate that Atlantic City is still doing very well right now, which is good. Yeah, I think it's sort of in line with what we've been seeing the last three or four or five months, and it's good. Yep, yep, yep. Do we have anything else to talk about? We had no news. All we talked about was history, trips, October data. Fractional currency. Fractional currency. Very important history lesson. All right. Well, if you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you can do so at our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our great content and buy a shirt at do for win.com. Send it Craig uh, questions on Twitter or comments, do for a win or me at Kyle Askin. And send Craig some questions to do for a win at gmail.com. And maybe we will even read them on air. Any last words? Maybe we'll read them on air if I ever read them in the actual mail. I know we've got three unread emails that I just have never responded to that are probably months old by now. So I apologize for that. Good. Good job, Craig. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. I know one of them was mentioning how Bart Blatstein is a visionary because he has made a beachside bar that is not actually beachside and can't even see the ocean. And I thought that was true. You can't argue with that. So uh, thank you, Lou, for the email. I did read your email. Incredible. All right. Well, I guess we could talk a little bit about Boardwalk Empire. I don't know. It was another kind of strange episode where not a whole lot happened. I think the big takeaway is that Nucky is going to be going into business on this Florida real estate deal with Meyer Lansky. I guess before that, we, we saw him pitch it to 
AR and uh, got to see Arnold Rothstein lose a ton of money at the poker tables and do look pretty bad while doing it, which I thought was like a very strange segment. It was very out of character seeming from everything we've seen from Rothstein so far. Like, I don't really get it. I think where they're going with that is ever since Nucky sort of won, quote unquote, I guess, like in the the finale of season two, that like Uh AR's off his game. And that this is a continuation of that. Uh, so you saw Rothstein try to sort of goad uh, Nucky into playing poker, and then Nucky ends up cleaning house, even though he was clearly not trying to be aggressive. Uh-huh. There is sort of this ongoing thing in the series where Nucky's just this like dominant character that you know is good at everything, which is kind of I, annoying sometimes. But I did like seeing that Meyer's gonna get his side of the five hundred that he needs by beating the crap out of the guy that took all of ar's money at the <laughs> table yeah probably beat him to death and then took his money i would guess but who knows we also got to see obanion uh riding around with al capone all episode just no not obanion uh not mueller. O- uh, uh mueller yeah obanion's the irish guy yeah 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 what's his original name van alden van alden yes and we also got to see eddie hanging out with a different capone the whole episode al's brother they made fast friends. Indeed. And then Eddie got picked up by the feds. I don't think the feds are going to get too far with Eddie, but we'll we'll see what happens. I'm not sure. What about the most important thing that happened? <laughs> yes. <laughs> As we talked about before the episode, we got to see Eli's sons, like, arch rival. Well, they made some sort of concoction by memory in a very, you know, way that made it extremely clear something terrible was going to happen and uh, poured it into his drink. And then we got to see him basically die when they just wanted him to have horrific diarrhea. To be fair, that's very horrific diarrhea. Yes. That literally kills you. When I was watching it, I was like, you know, they they were doing the whole setup, take this acid and this acid or whatever. I'm like, this is not going to go well. Like, this is obviously going to be terrible and he's going to just like vomit blood or whatever instead. And then when he actually crapped his pants, I was like, I guess that buildup was for nothing or whatever. But then eventually ended up shooting blood out of everywhere, I guess, judging by the after effects and... (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I had the same reaction during the whole setup scene. Is like, why are we even seeing this? You know, in a show with 12 episode seasons, they sure are wasting a lot of time on this dumb prank. Well, uh, that, so when I saw it, I was like, yeah, so he's definitely going to die from this. Like, that's what they're doing. And then, yeah, as soon as he shit his pants, I was just like, oh, well, I, that was a waste of time. But like, okay, because I'm, I'm stupid and I never learn. But <laughs> well, and then he died. I keep so. thinking they're going to tie this around to make him part of the booze running gang yes. and you know with obviously Mike, michael mickey doyle yeah obviously he's gonna get uh kicked out of school now so i have a question for you when we saw j edgar hoover and they were reading off the names did we have we ever met the one guy they mentioned that runs all the wires for nucky or whatever i think maybe in the very first season uh-huh the guy who runs the horse book and, and the casino yeah. And so, yeah no i think maybe in the very I was like first who season. is that guy yeah they just said a name it's like that doesn't sound familiar yeah. but you're right yeah, I don't know. Not too much else happened, honestly. It was, I, I think the big takeaway is we got to see Rothstein not look great and we got to see Nucky go into, uh, business with Meyer Lansky and presumably, uh, Lucky Luciano. Yeah, I mean, the one, the scene where, uh, Van Alden, aka Mueller, kills the guy or shoots the guy and then the gun jams and then uh-huh. Al busts out the Tommy gun and just shoots him like a thousand times. Yeah. Not Mueller, the other guy. Yes. And there's just, like, the look on his face and, like, the Tommy gun sound. I was like, this is straight out of the fake movie from Home Alone. Yes. Even to, down to the countdown, 
right? Like giving the guy a 10 second head start and like shooting before the countdown gets to zero. Like, it was. This is literally and, like the laughing. Yeah. The scene from Angels with Filthy Souls. He should have called the guy a filthy animal and then it would have really brought it all together. Uh, so that's a good Christmas tie in. This was actually Indeed. the Christmas episode of Portal Empire, <laughs> just by alluding to Home Alone. Uh, so yeah, that was very weird and stupid. And Bordock Empire is not above having a stupid scene every now and again, that's for sure. Oh, no. I mean, they had a whole season of them basically every time Jip was on screen. So. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know. Is there anything else? No. Looking forward to going to Atlantic City in a week and a half. Hanging out, maybe, with Justin W. Who knows? I can't imagine. We wouldn't. He's staying in the same hotel. Plus, he's a super listener. I mean, how many people other than the Justins are in that tier? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Well, anyway, thank you guys very much for listening, and we'll uh, give you a trip recap in a couple weeks. You actually need to be commended, though we like to make fun of it on the trip, I feel, or on the podcast. I feel like it's been a long time since you've even nearly shit yourself to death in Atlantic City. It's been years. Yeah. No, but you're right. I've been better. Hopefully I'm not, you know, due for a terrible shit. <laughs>